Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Betting with Babies, the team that works to help you balance your babies and bets. It's Wild Card Weekend, and we've got a great episode planned for you today. We'll be picking our Wild Card winners on Saturday and Sunday. We've got our anytime touchdown scorers, and as always, our dad question of the week. But before we get into that, I'm your host, Mr. Clutch. I've got my co-host, Mr. No Days Off and Maddie Stats. How are we doing this evening? What's up, boys? I'm doing all right. I am mentally defeated because of the Dolphins dismantling this weekend by the hands of the Buffalo Bills. And I'm pretty sure I pinched a nerve in my back a few hours ago lifting weights because for some reason I feel like I'm still in my mid-20s and I should actually be lifting weights. So, Matt, tell me something better. I'm definitely doing better than you are. Things are good over here, man. I got a kid that's almost two that's like 50% of the way to potty train. So that's going on. It's very stressful in the moment, but that's going good. So my diaper math and diaper savings are going to be able to reallocate those funds into the lock of the day. (laughs) Besides that, no, things are good, man. That's incredible, man. 50% of the way there before the age of two. There's something there. Got to be having parents, an older sibling in the house, right? No, no, no. I'm taking all credit for this. It's yeah, she's advanced. She, she's totally. advanced, absolutely. Incredible. Well, that's what we talk about here. We want to balance babies and bets. And we've got somebody on the team who's almost potty trained, a two-year-old. And hopefully we can win you some bets this weekend as well. But before we get into this week's picks, let's do a quick recap. We're all about transparency and accountability here. And so we want to get into our week 17 recap. It was a wild week with players sitting out and starters coming out halfway through games. And it was a little rough one for us. We finished as a team one and three on the weekend. Uh, Seattle had a chance to cover, but gave up a garbage touchdown at the end. So San Francisco ruined that. The Cowboys, who I thought was our max bet of the week, did not show up. Andy Dalton looked pretty terrible. Titans with a loss. And the Packers were the one winner uh, last week with a pretty dominant victory. And they will be sitting home this week with their bye as they wait to see who is coming to Lambeau. Uh, Teddy, what did you think about this weekend? I was demoralized about this weekend. Uh, Dolphins had a chance to win in your end, and they lost. They didn't only lose, they got destroyed. So it was a pretty demoralizing weekend. I, really, I, I don't want to get into it. Let, let's move on to our uh, wild card weekend. I uh, like it. I like it. It's wild card weekend. Let's forget about last weekend. It's a clean slate. We've only got a couple weeks left of NFL season. And so we are going to make these count. So what we're doing, we've got, there's three games lined up on Saturday and three on Sunday. We are each going to pick our favorite game of the week and talk about why we like them. This way, you guys hopefully can win some cash before we finish up this NFL season. So to kick it off, Teddy, why don't you give us your Saturday wildcard game of the week? Yeah, we're, I'm going to bring it back to uh, last weekend. I watched Buffalo Bills starters destroy the Dolphins. And then I watched the Buffalo Bills backups destroy the Dolphins in the second half. So I am hammering the Bills this weekend, minus six and a half against Indy. Maddie stats. How do you feel about that? So 
Right now, 63% of the cash and 54% of the tickets are on the Bills. Josh Allen has been on an absolute tear since week nine, where he carries a 71% completion ratio and a 4.2 TD to INT ratio into the playoffs. Buffalo passes on 64% of their plays, but is matching up against a top six defense against the pass. Uh, the one thing that really makes me nervous about this game is you just look at Philip Rivers and his performance in the playoffs. He's played in 11 playoff games and has only come away with five wins over the course of his career. When you take a look at the temperature in Buffalo, it's generally a concern, but Sunday's game is set to kick off at 33 with mild winds. Uh, all right, Amato, are you following? Or are you fading this pick? You know, it's tough to go against Buffalo. They've looked sharp. Indy has had to come back in, in the last couple of games. They've looked a little bit shaky. And I just can't go against the Buffalo Bills at home. They are riding high. I'm going to follow you for the Buffalo Bills minus six and a half. Love it. What do you got for your first pick? All right. So I'm going with a team that I've stuck with all year. They've helped me and they've hurt me. But it's playoff time. And I am taking the Seattle Seahawks minus three and a half. They're going up against the LA Rams. Their quarterback, Jared Goff, is questionable. And I just love playoff Russ. I think there's nothing better to watch than him. He's going to put the team on his back. Jamal Adams said there's no way any injuries keeping him out. So I like him in the secondary. And I'm taking Seattle minus three and a half. Quick side note on that. I did put a futures bet in on Seattle uh, week 12 to win the NFC, which play, pays out plus 850. And so I think I'll be a Seattle fan all playoffs, but definitely for this weekend, Seattle minus three and a half. Matty Stats, what do you got? All right. So 65% of the cash and 56% of the tickets are on the Seahawks. The Rams over the last six weeks have lost to the 49ers, Jets, and Seahawks. Their last quality win was against the Bucks in week 10. So they're really limping into the playoffs. Overall, the Seahawks wide receivers are evenly matched up against the Rams cornerbacks. And it's interesting to note that DK Metcalf and Jalen Ramsey as a dead even matchup, which is really interesting. Wow. I don't think I knew Metcalf. I knew Metcalf was good, but not that good. That's and last thing to note here is weather should not be a factor. That is a surprise because Ramsey's like top five corner in the league. So must mean that Metcalf is, is climbing the ranks here, huh? I mean, they, well, they've played each other twice already. That's what's interesting about this game. It's the third time playing each other, and so they know each other really well. It's going to be a good matchup. You've heard the stats. Teddy, what are you going to do? Follow or fade? I'm going to I'm gonna follow. Playoff Russ. He's the man, and he's so good in the fourth quarter. It seems like that guy's always putting the team on his back and uh, carrying them to victories. So... I'll take the Seahawks right with you, minus three and a half. Love it. You're so right. They seem like they're a team that's just never out of a game. Since Russ has been there, you've seen them have some of the craziest comebacks I think I've ever seen in the playoffs. I'm thinking about that NFC game with the Packers that time with, with the onside kick a couple years ago. But yeah, love it. All right, so we're both on Seattle. Yeah, one last thing. I feel like the only negative play that I've ever seen Russell Wilson do. I know there've been many, but the only one is the uh, infamous Patriot throw. Instead of handing off to Mar uh, Marshawn Lynch, he decided to throw it. And uh, that's it. the one that sticks out so, so vividly in my mind. It's like the yeah, only mistake and, I've ever seen him made. And, and he obviously didn't make that, that play call, but he did throw the ball. And um, 
I mean, I it understand. was right where I, it needed to be, but you know, Butler, Butler just knew the play, right? He jumped the route, but that was that hurts, especially being a, a Jets and Dolphins fan, and you know, for me living in New England, that uh, that hurts. And I, and I don't really like the Patriots. I don't know if anybody knows that. Yeah. Well, I don't see them on the lineup this week. Do you guys see them on the lineup? Uh, this week? It's a beautiful fucking thing, isn't it? Beautiful thing. All right, they're not. They're not there. So that's our Saturday games. The one game that we didn't talk about is the night game on Saturday with the Bucks and the Washington football team. And since Matty Stats, you didn't pick a game, I'd love to hear who do you got for this game? Wild card so bitches. I'm going to go with the Bucks. Uh, I'm not going to bet, bet against Tom Brady against a team that barely beat the Eagles, who were starting Nate Sudfeld last week. So I'm going Bucks. With the spread all the way, lock that one in. Well, they didn't lock start. They didn't start Nate Sudfeld, right? I mean, they they subbed him in in like down in half, in the fourth quarter, only down six when it looked like the Eagles had all the momentum. It was a straight like we're not going to win for the Giants. We're yep. putting in Sudfeld. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was for the Giants or just for themselves. Like they just didn't want to win. I, I don't know how much it is against the giants do, like do you guys think it was blatantly against the giants or do you think it was just like ah we're not winning this game like we don't want like a pick four picks higher so we're gonna throw in our third string guy i mean it, it was it's a direct shot at the integrity of the game in my mind Agreed. you know I, w- I was a fan of doug peterson i you know obviously he got a, he's got a super bowl ring he beat the patriots so he's a fan in my book but that move to me I don't care about the Giants at all. They only won six games, so like they don't deserve to be in the playoffs oh, yeah. at all. They're doing a but, lot like, of talking for yeah, winning six I, games. Yeah. I don't care about that, but put your best players on the field. All those guys have worked so hard. They've gone out of their way with COVID and their families to sacrifice all this stuff, right? And then you're just going to have them sit there and put in some scrub quarterback that you know has no future with your team. That was It was a disgrace. It was. And you know what? It's very different than like benching your players from the start, right? Because when you bench and when you rest a player, like the Steelers rested a couple of their guys, it's very different because you know from the jump that like Big Ben and TJ Watt, they're not playing. But the Eagles could have won that game and they just chose not to. They put their best players out there and then pulled them back in the fourth quarter so they wouldn't win. So I I think it's very different. What do you guys think? Uh, you know, I play to win a Super Bowl, and that's going to help the Eagles win a Super Bowl. So I have no problem with the tank. Wait a uh, minute, wait, wait, wait a minute. How, how is this helping the Eagles win a Super Bowl? So the 5-11 and 11 team, so they're the number six overall pick next year versus 10. It would have been around 9 or 10 had they, not, had they won that game. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a big difference. Listen, great franchises pick players like that fit their system and they're good players. I don't, you can get a good player in the twenties. How many great hall of fame players were picked in the twenties? I'm not buying that shit. I think it was, that's what their intention was, but I think it's bullshit. Agreed. That was tough, but let's move on. Cause I could talk about that all day. It's already getting me fired up. Just the fact that for the betting work community directly, like you look at those lines, you look oh. at the roster, right. And you make your pick. And now like, <laughs> Nobody would have picked that knowing that Sudfeld's going to come in, although the Eagles did cover. So, you know what? Let's move on to Sunday. Uh, I thought that's why you were pissed, Amato. I thought we really got to like the real reason why you were pissed. Yeah. So, so after you made the gambling point, um, I'm going to change my opinion. You've won me over. 
Yeah, I mean, it's bullshit. I mean, it, that is exactly why I'm pissed, to be honest with you. It, lost it comes event. out. Integrity of the game, my ass. Here it is. Integrity of the betting game. All right, that's what we do here. There it is. And it's terrible what he did. I'm sure he threw some money on that game. All right, let's move on to Sunday. We've got a great lineup Sunday. Three more games on the slate, starting at 1 o'clock with the Ravens and Titans. Uh, But, Teddy, I'd love to hear who you've got. I'm going to go Steelers minus 6 against the Browns. And this is one of those things where, like, you look at the line, like, is this too good to be true? Number one, the Browns are the Browns. Number two, they don't have their head coach and six other staff members. And number three, they just put more guys today. Rodney Harrison just went on COVID today. So that means COVID's still spreading around the Browns as we speak on Thursday. So I'm not going to overthink it. I'm going Steelers. I love the Steelers this week. Matt, give me some stats. All right. So 63% of the money and 37% of the tickets are on the Steelers. The Steelers have a solid advantage over a weak Brown secondary whose defense ranked 18th in the NFL over the course of the season. Cleveland's O-line has a minus 47% disadvantage over the Steelers' D-line with respect to the pass rush and will most likely be without Joe Batonio this week, who is on the COVID-19 AR. I think my favorite stat from this game that I believe is going to be the most telling is Baker Mayfield's passer rating when clean is 108.9, but drops to 47.7 when under pressure, which he should be under a ton of this week against Pittsburgh. This one can get ugly when you got the number one pass rush defense against a guy who just doesn't throw well under pressure. Amato? This is tough, right? I mean, I see the COVID list, their facility shut down. But to me, if if Nick Chubb's on the field, Kareem Hunt's out there, Landry's out there, they've got a chance to win this game. That secondary's tough. Juju Smith-Schuster's a little bit banged up with his knee. All that being said, I'm following this pick, and I'm taking playoff Ben Roethlisberger to cover this spread. That's so Have funny. to do it. Have to do it. Uh, it's the third time they're playing again. It scares me a little bit playing a team three times. But I think the spread actually probably goes up a little bit as we get closer to the game. So we might want to lock this one in early. But I'll follow that pick, Teddy. Absolutely. What do you got on Sunday? All right. So I'm going to go back to the 1 o'clock game here. This is a rematch from last year's uh, playoff game where the Titans upset the, the Ravens and made really made Jackson look human after the MVP season that he had. I think this is a big bounce back game for them. The, the Titans have looked shaky. The Ravens have been hot since dealing with their COVID issues. I'm going to take the Ravens. I think the run game is too much for them, although they, they got Derrick Henry, so they're going to run it too. But um, I really like the Ravens in this game, and uh, I'm taking the points. Matty Stats, what do you got here? All right, so 58% of the cash and 40% of the tickets are on the Titans. Baltimore's O-line has a solid advantage and a slight rushing advantage. The Ravens are 6-0 and against the spread since Jackson came off the COVID list and are averaging 37 points in those six games. It should be noted that those games came against the Bengals, G- Giants, Jags, Cowboys, and Titans. Awful teams. Yeah, not very good. They haven't beat a lot of very good teams. Besides the Titans, yeah. It should be noted, though, that A.G. Brown and Corey Davis have a significant advantage over the cornerbacks they're expected to be matched up against this week. Really? AJ Brown's got a big advantage over Peters? Yes, sir. 
Wow. Give me one that's, second. I'll give you. I'll give you the numbers on that one. Yeah, no, that surprises me. I mean, I would have thought it would have been a little bit closer, but you know what? AJ Brown has had a big year. He comes up big. Teddy, what do you think here? Follow or fade this pick? Mm. It's a tough one. Lamar Jackson is zero and two in the playoffs, and the Titans are went to the AFC Championship game last year, didn't they? On the back of King Henry, so. On the back of your boy, Ryan Tannehill. Scud quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. Really, you know, he's a nice guy. It doesn't pain, it it pains me a little bit. I don't hate Ryan Tannehill. He tried hard in Miami. He just, no one really does good in Miami. (laughs) 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 I'm going to go, you know what? Fuck it. I'm following Ryan Tannehill. Baltimore's going to Tennessee, but I'm following Ryan Tannehill. Titans, minus three and a half. Let's go. I'm fading your pick, Amato. Ooh, I love that. I love that. I didn't want you to follow that one. I would have felt bad if we were both following all our picks. So that's a good one there. And actually, in our overall record for pod picks, we are within, I believe, a half a game of each other. So this game is a big game for us going into this weekend. Love to see it. Uh, what's do we have? A, do we have any idea what the weather's going to be like? Uh, yeah, it's going to be sunny and in the uh, low 40s. Okay. All right. Football weather right there. That's that's beautiful football weather right there. All right. So uh, same as last time, Matt, since you don't put a pod pick in, we've got a game at 440. The Chicago B-word is going to New Orleans to take on the 12-4 and Saints. Kamar's coming back off the COVID list. Who do you got in this game, Matt? Ah, That's a tough one. 10 points, a lot of points to lay out. A lot of points, especially in a playoff game. Yeah. But I just I have no faith in Mitch Trubisky. Like that defense is good. The Chicago defense is good, but I honestly think the Saints are going to come out. They're going to score some points, and Mitch isn't really going to be able to keep up. So you're not seeing you're not seeing any upset here. The Saints have done this team. If there isn't a a more consistent team than the New Orleans Saints in the last three four years, but have not found a way to get to the Super Bowl, this has got to be the year for them, right? Breeze is this could be the last run. I think it's Breeze's last run. I really do. So part of the reason behind this that was surprising to me is I didn't realize the Saints had a top four defense. Neither did I. They're graded out as a top four defense. You know, it's surprising. They're graded one slot over the Bears. So you take that off, you take the Bears off, you you put similar level of defenses next to each other, and then you put those offenses next to each other. To win the game, Saints all the way. I don't think there's oh, any wow. that that's going to happen, but to cover 10 points, it's still it's rather take the Saints. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it would be easy to be down 17 and Mitch just, or 15 or something, and then Mitch throw a touchdown at the in the last minute to pull yeah. within like nine or something, eight. Well, the, the way this NFL season's going, they could be down 17. They'll score and want to go for two for no reason at all, <laughs> just to not cover this bet. I mean, it's been wild out there. So, Wildcard weekend, pod picks are in. Again, we will make sure we have the latest and greatest updated information. So if anything changes, we will post our picks Saturday morning for our Saturday games and then obviously on Sunday morning as well. Just to do a quick recap, Teddy is going with the Bills at minus six and a half. I like Seattle minus three and a half. On Sunday, I've got the Ravens uh, three and a half over the Titans and Teddy's taking the Steelers minus six over the Browns. I like those guys. I like them a lot. I, I really like them a lot. 
And NFL playoffs, it's going to be a great weekend. Three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. I'm excited. Excited. Get your time in. You know, make sure you're spending time with the wife or the girlfriend or the kids if you got them at home because it's going to be a wild sports weekend. Playoffs Friday start night. Friday nights for the wives and girlfriends. All day. Yep. Get something planned. Do something nice. Light some candle, candles. But be available because it's going to be a wild weekend. All right, so let's move on to our anytime touchdown scores. This has been one of our hottest segments. This is where we've won the majority of our money this year is picking touchdown scores, and we're going to do it again this weekend. Week 17 was a little bit weird knowing who's going to play and who's not going to play. This week, we know teams want to win their game, and they're going to get their touchdown scores the ball. So we're going to start with our top three touchdown scores for Saturday, and we'll do the same thing for Sunday. Maddie Stats. Let's kick it off with your number one touchdown scorer for Saturday. All right. So the Colts offensive line has an absolute huge advantage over the Titans D line. And we're going to really funnel that in on this pick and say, Jonathan Taylor is going to have a big game. Not only is he going to punch one in, I think he's going to go over hundred yards. I like it. Jonathan Taylor's absolutely on fire. I mean, what a draft pick for the Colts. They've been going at running back. I mean, how many, how many running backs have they picked up? I mean, so many in the last three or four years. And finally they found a guy, Jonathan Taylor, who just likes an absolute stud lock it in number one, touchdown score, Jonathan Taylor, Teddy, who do we got for number two? Yeah. Chris Godwin. So he plays a lot of his snaps out of the slot and he has a huge 53% advantage over Jimmy Moreland, who is the slot corner. And so I'm thinking that, even if Mike Evans plays, which he did practice today, I still think Mike Evans is limited. So maybe Brady shies away from him and it's going to be Godwin and AB all day. I'm taking Godwin to score a touchdown. I like it. It would be wild if Mike Evans got on the field this week after looking at that injury. That looked like a bad knee injury. That looked like an awful knee. I mean, it was, oh, Mike Evans tore his ACL. Like that, that's what it looked like when he dropped that ball in the end zone. Yeah, and we were all watching, and I know our followers were all watching because we had Mike Evans in our anytime parlay last week, and it was a catch in the end zone that he had in his hands when he went down. So that was tough to watch, but I like it. I actually, I really like Chris Godwin. He's been on fire. So solid pick for Saturday. That's two locked in for our touchdown scores. I'm going to go with Cam Akers. Uh, Cam Akers struggled a little bit to get the season started for him, but he has officially taken over the backfield. He was a little bit banged up over the last couple of weeks, but he's been full go in practice. I think they are revving up to feed him the ball, especially with Jared Goff, right? He's questionable. If he doesn't play, they're definitely going to be heavy in the run. But even if he does play, it, it was a tough injury for him to be able to hold that ball. And I think they're going to they're going to lean heavier on the run here. So I'm going to go Cam Akers as our third touchdown scorer for Saturday. What do you guys think? I like that. I like that a lot. A- Akers is the man now in the backfield. I don't think that's really disputed. If you look at the carries the past couple weeks, uh, the past four weeks, I'll just read them off real quick. 21, 29, 15, and 21. Those are rushing attempts the past four weeks. He's the man in the backfield. I'm feeling real good about him getting in the end zone. 
Yeah, and and Seattle's run defense is is nothing to write home about. I mean, what, you know, Wilson Jr. had a big game last week. I like that Cam Akers pick. So that locks in our Saturday games. Again, these are our top touchdown scorers. If you take them single, we hope they all get in. We like to parlay them, which we'll do, and we'll post our parlay on the page Saturday morning and keep you updated if anything changes. But right now we've got Jonathan Taylor, Cam Akers, Chris Godwin. Lock it in. Fucking crush that. Let's move on to Sunday. Uh, we've got some big-time touchdown scorers on the board for Sunday. Some of the best touchdown scorers in all of the NFL this year are all playing, so this was not easy to pick. Uh, so why don't we kick it off, Matty Stats, with our number one touchdown scorer for Sunday. Well, this isn't going to be a surprise to anybody who's listened to past episodes, but I'm going to go with Derrick Henry. He's got a nice matchup this week. He scores pretty much every week. He scored more touchdowns than any other running back, and he just rushed for over 2K and is having an amazing season. So I'm going to go with Derrick Henry in this game. Hard to All argue right. with that. Hard to argue with that. I mean, the only thing to argue with is that there's a couple other touchdown scorers in this game that have a good chance of getting in as well, that have slightly better odds. And so once we finalize our picks here, we'll talk about some additional picks you can throw in if you're interested in getting a little bit wild on Wild Card Weekend. Uh, Teddy, who do you got for our number two touchdown score? Alvin Kamara. He remains asymptomatic. And if he continues that way, he is eligible to play on Sunday. So... He's a no-brainer, but I'm just going to say in the event that he is scratched or if he doesn't play, Latavius Murray sounds like a great, great pick to get in the end zone, whether that's receiving or rushing. I love whoever's starting in the Saints' backfield. Kamara, obviously, first. Yeah. I mean, Kamara coming off a six-touchdown performance, right, since the last time he stepped on the field. It's hard to not put him in this in this parlay here. I love it. Again, we've got on the other side, we've got one of our favorite guys as well over the last couple of weeks in David Montgomery. But I agree with you. I, I just think that the Saints get ahead early. They lean on the run and, and those running backs get a plenty of chances to try to get in the end zone. Agreed. Love it. All right. Well, I'll keep it going here with another one of the pod favorites. It's really hard to turn away from any of these guys. They've been so consistent. But although we didn't pick them in our game, I'm going to go with Nick Chubb from the Cleveland Browns. Uh, he has been absolutely on fire. He scored a touchdown in his last six games. It's pretty much a guarantee at this point that he's going to get in. Although I'm knocking on wood that I say that Nick Chubb, they're going to feed the ball. What do you guys think? I mean, average 5.6 yards per carry over a thousand yards and 12 touchdowns. He also missed the whole month of October and half of November. So, I mean, I think he did that in 12 games. Guy's an absolute stud. And he finds the end zone every week. Every week. I mean, last week's touchdown was like a 54-yard touchdown run, just absolutely blown by the defense. He looks solid. I'd really like to see this one get in early, secure this one in, because obviously we know if the Browns fall behind, they do like to lean on Kareem Hunt in the passing game. And, you know, we've got Pittsburgh in this game. So I'd love to see an early touchdown from Chubb. It'll be the last game of the weekend. For us, we know that we'll have a lot riding on that last game of the weekend. But lock it in. We've got King Henry, Kamara, and Nick Chubb. And for honorable mentions, if you want to get a little crazy or you take these as single touchdown scorers, we recommend, I mean, I recommend at least, I don't know what you guys think, but I mean, J.K. Dobbins is just on fire in Baltimore. He's another one who's on a six-game touchdown streak. 
But any other honorable mentions you guys see on Sunday if people want to do some anytime, same games or single bets? I like Diggs. I like Hunt. I like both those guys to, to get in the end zone. Mainly, as you said, Hunt is, uh, they're going to be down. Like, I, I think Pittsburgh's going to have a pretty big lead. And that means Hunt's going to um, get the majority of the backfield's work. Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs is an absolute beast. Leads the league in receptions and receiving yards. And I don't really think he'd be stopped right now. Matt, yeah. you got anybody? Uh, so David Montgomery has been on an absolute tear. So I would, uh, I could see him easily scoring a touchdown. And then if you're looking for something with a little bit more higher odds, higher risk, of course, I wouldn't put this in as maybe a lock, but if you're looking for something with a little bit of a bigger payday, Mark Andrews holds a pretty big advantage over Kenny Vaccaro, who is the safety for Tennessee. Ooh, I like that pick, especially in the playoffs. I could see touchdown from him. Definitely. And the more I think about this Sunday game with Dobbins and Henry, and I'm looking at the odds here. I mean, Dobbins pays a whole lot more than Derrick Henry would, just given how much of a touchdown beast he's been. So what we'll do is we're going to put it on the page. We'd love your thoughts. J.K. Dobbins or Derrick Henry, who should be the third person in our Sunday parlay? I know that's Maddie's guy, but I think let's ask the fans what they think, and we'll lock it in Sunday morning and post it on the page. I'm going to be honest. I might get a little bit greedy. I might do a Dobbins-Henry-Titans. Same game. Ooh, a little same game? A little same game. Take all three. Uh, but all right, boys. Well, I love that. We're going to post these on the page. Like I said, we've got our touchdown scores. So let's let's transition a little bit. Like I said, with a big weekend like this, not only with the wildcard weekend, we've got NBA, we've got college basketball. It's going to be important for dads to really step up early on here, really making sure you're taking on all the tough tasks, you're focused, you're engaged, because you're going to want a little bit of time to sit down and enjoy these games this weekend. And we know as dads, when you spend a, a ton of time around your kids, sometimes you get some pretty interesting questions, which leads us to our dad question of the week, where Maddie Stats brings us some of the most difficult questions that I've had asked personally, but I am very interested to hear what is this week's dad question of the week? Well, I'm going to give you a little preface to this one. I want you to answer it how you would answer it to your kid. Okay. Uh, I don't need you to get into the science on this one. Okay. I'm not a science guy. <laughs> oh yeah, that's evident. Condensation. <laughs> anyway, she looked at me the other day and said, dad, where do dogs come from? Where do dogs come from? <laughs> uh, they come from mommy dogs, I would say. Amato? <laughs> oh, man. Um, where do dogs come from? Uh, this is they, like a birds and the bees combo, huh? I know. They come from down south, typically. <laughs> <laughs> Blame it on the South. Way to go. Typically, dogs come from down South. Uh, that's my answer. Final answer. And then, you know, doing the, the key can I, redirect. Can I, yeah. Can we dig into why down South? Or is that just random? That was just the first thing that came to mind. Like, how would I answer this if Carter asked me that? It was just from down South. I'm sure the fo there's some follow-up to that, but that would have been the answer. I, I, I think mommy dogs is good, no? 
Mommy does uh, I mean, that's going to lead to more questions. I mean, every answer leads to more questions. If, if I'm not mistaken, man, I don't, I don't have a four-year-old, right? Not for me. I knocked this one out of the park. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. Yeah, How did you answer this question? Let's hear it. They Daddy. come from the pet store. Oh, shit. That's a great wow. answer. That was simple. That was great. How did I not think of that? <laughs> really over, really overthought that one. I think your preface of not being too scientific really just messed me out there. I helped well, you out. Was I was just picturing you trying to explain like how dogs have babies, and I just wanted to save you that embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> what was her response to the dog store? She just kind of accepted that one. I was just like, you know, when we go to the pet store, like that's where dogs come from. That's great. That's great. Gotta love the questions coming out of that household. For me, it's been a little bit different. You know, for me, my son who just turned two, he's been talking a ton and just kind of, he's a sponge at this point. And he doesn't ask many questions right now. He's more making statements and trying to just tell me what to do, right? So today, for example, I go in, I I had a chance to get him when he woke up from his afternoon nap. And the first thing he says is, turn on the light. Like, okay, I'll turn on the light. And I turn on the light and he says, tie your shoe. I looked down and my shoe was untied. Oh, shit. Right? And just super aware. He's just telling me what to do. And this has been going on for like days now. And I'm like, okay, man, take a second. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you what to do. Yeah. Somebody sit down, sit down. I want to read him a book tonight before before we come and record this podcast. He's like, sit down, sit down. I'm like, all right, tell me where to sit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How about you, Teddy? How's dad life going? Dad life's going great. Luca's really well, you know. In September, Luca was like barely walking, falling a lot. But now, week seventeen, Luca's into everything. I mean, anything he can get his hands on, he's gonna grab, pull down. He's going to, you know, go around the corner, throw stuff, you know, on top of things, behind things. He loves throwing items in places that he can't get them. And then he like starts screaming. He doesn't have many words yet, but he starts screaming like dad, dad, dad. And like points to it. And like, I, I gotta go get it. It's a, it's a game to him, but it's very hectic. Cause I'm trying to, you know, this Sunday I'm, I was trying to watch the dolphins and the bills. And especially in the beginning of the game, when it actually mattered and was close, he's going around the man cave, grabbing like my PlayStation wires and anything else I had on the floor and going behind my bar and pulling down glasses you know, no more can I just have him sit, sit on the floor with some toys and me just kick back on the couch and watch the game. Everything has to be baby-proofed in the man cave, and then I could observe the game. So it's a very different aspect over the last 17 weeks. Yeah. So Kids start off as mentally exhausting, and then it very quickly transitions into physically exhausting. <laughs> yep, I'm living in that transition right now. Oh, That's man. It. That's quite the wise words there, Matt. You know, he's got years on us. He's got, he you know, the, the oldest of all of us. And so... Uh, How old is dro- oldest four? Five. Five. Wow. He's dropping knowledge on us dads over here. Yeah. Uh, well, I know we got a lot of dads on the pod. So hopefully uh, this question, if you do get it, uh, now you got a good answer for it. I would take Matt's answer over anybody else's. That was a good one. That was really uh, good. <laughs> um but awesome, boys. So we're going to wrap it up here on our wild card weekend. Again, we will post our, our picks on Saturday and Sunday and keep you up to date. 
But also want to give you a heads up. I know we're only a couple weeks left in the NFL season, uh, so we will uh, start to work in our NBA picks. We've got a couple of great ideas for how we're going to work in the NBA. We've been already putting those NBA picks in the model, making sure that we're going to be able to add value when we transition. But this was a good weekend, boys. It's wild card weekend. There's, there, there might not be a better NFL weekend aside from, from week one, right? Oh, this is exciting. I love all these games. Yep. Me too. I can't wait for them all because like, you, you, look at the, you look at the slate of games outside of the B words or either the Washington football team, but like all the teams, you could see either one of the, the Browns or Effie, but like you could see either team winning. You know, like a good, there's going to be a very good teams going home this weekend and not playing football anymore. And that's exciting. Yeah. Yep. And you got the Chiefs and Packers just waiting to see who they're going to face. There's a, there, there's a lot out on the table here. A lot of questions of who's going to make it through this week and even to the Super Bowl. I, I couldn't tell you. But anyway, thanks again for tuning in. We had another great episode, our Wild Card Weekend. We say a lot of things on this podcast, and we're going to post them to the page. So whether you follow or fade, we hope you win some cash this weekend. You guys have a great Wild Card Weekend. <laughs>